Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to BK's Bullets, video games edition. Yes. I am here, as always, with my lovable co-host, Jim Afanis, internet famous and YouTube hundredaire, hundredaire. Jim Afanis, Viper Magic, V-Y-P-E-R space M-A-J-I-K on I YouTube. Did I, when did I become the co-host? That's like a promotion, is it? Cause I guess you got promoted because now you're a YouTube hundredaire. That's right. Meaning... Because of all you faithful Comic Timing listeners who don't watch his YouTube videos, other people do. Or if you do, you don't let them know that you're the same people. If you do, write a comment below and let's play some games. He, uh, he, Jim was recently bragging that he made 138, uh, 68 $168.04. And four cents. At check from, from YouTube to, from um, basically one video. One video. About the PS4 knockoff controllers that are trying to ape the Xbox One Elite controller. Agreed. And how horrible it is. <laughs> so congratulations to you, Thank Jimmy. Thank you, sir. It, I, it's all you. It's clearly the comic timing army. There's all not, of you. There's not enough of us to who have That's watched your true. video. There's, there's no way. As your, fam- as your Facebook says, there's always time for comics. So, there's, so I, I disagree. Okay. So uh, we are here at the tail end of 2016. Days. Damn you, 2016. She took Princess Leia from us yesterday. And George Michael. And George Michael. Were you more and sad? And Prince. Prince died this year? Prince died this year. And and David Bowie died this year. Really? Yeah. I mean, I thought that was last year. Were I you more upset? I was more upset that George Michael died than uh, Princess Leia. No, Princess Leia got me yesterday. A little bit. Crying? No. A couple of my friends were crying. But I was, I was upset. Couple, I was playing with a couple guys last night online, and they were crying. And I'm like, what are y'all crying about? Really? I'll cry when Hulk Hogan dies. <laughs> Did Wes, was Wes crying? No. It wasn't Wes. <laughs> Wes is a man's man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Wes, if you're listening. <laughs> he doesn't watch your YouTube videos. He damn well doesn't listen to he this. He subscribes. But he didn't watch That doesn't mean views, though. No, as we learned. As you know. This is a year in review, bro. Okay. This is a year in review. I, I feel like 2016... Oh my god. Not a great year for video games. What? I mean, I have I have played some games this year. Please, please. <laughs> I wrote a list for everyone at home. Read this bottom line. <laughs> the bottom line of Jim's list. He doesn't let me see it, but the bottom line is his best year ever. Question mark, question Why mark, question mark, on? box. Why could you say this was an amazing, amazing year? I, maybe I'm just going Holy off like smokes. I'm going off um, of what the game awards. So the last time we got together game for this awards. podcast, we talked about the game awards nominees, right? And we looked at that list and went, "That's kind of a snooze of a list." Yes, no. Yeah, I don't. And the show was. I'm in shock right now. Just talking about the game awards for a second. That show sucked. This year's. This year's. I liked it. Last year's show. We I thought was better. In true friendship, we texted each other. True we friendship. We texted yes. each other. The only good show. here's what I didn't like about the Game Awards. Just going off recent topics, um, too many music, too much music. I yeah, I don't care about the bands. So, the one I did like was Doom. Because you're a metalhead. Because I'm a me- a I'm a metalhead, but B that was music from the game. I thought that was cool. I agree. The Guys coming up doing the mannequin challenge song, 
I didn't know what that was. Um, I didn't know what it was until Amanda goes, those guys do the mannequin challenge song, the yeah, two black guys at the end. Oh, I did yeah. Um, that was the bathroom. I forget what their names are, so that's how aware of them I am. That was the bathroom break for me. <laughs> yeah. A bathroom break. That was really boring, because to me it didn't have anything to do with games. The guys from Run the Jewels, you know, they had a promotion with Gears 4, so they kind of relate to games, but none of they didn't write a song about Gears Four are, that they performed about the in the Game Awards. Okay, so are so you? So that was that was a little ne- unnecessary for me. I concur with you. The Video Game Awards was not amazing, but it was way better than it's ever been. But are you saying the year was bad because the Video Game Awards show was bad? Because no. One of the jewels had. N- I have a list of thirty games here that blew my mind. No, I don't think that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's no. I mean, I guess you can look at the year, if that's supposed to be, I guess this is what I equate it to. You watch the Oscars, you don't watch the Oscars probably, but you watch the Oscars, it's supposed to be like the culmination of the last year, and here's our, here are the best movies that came out this year, the best performances, um, which the Oscars are typically more artsy than like pop culture. You know what I mean? Like none of the superhero movies ever get nominated except the one time Heath Ledger got nominated and won posthumously after he died. Um, but they, you can tell there's like a grandiosity uh, to that award show. And I know that that's what Jeff Keeley's striving for, but the show that he presented doesn't sum up the great year and games we had because of who the nominees were or, Maybe I just don't play enough games, but it seems like I should know what it is because I follow so you're saying, a lot of games media, even though I don't have time to play all the games that are presented. So are you saying that like when he says, okay, the game of the year is, here's the nominations, you're not like, whoa, and then when they rip open the paper and they say, so-and-so's the game right. of the year, you weren't like, oh my God. I mean, there were, there were a lot of times like See, we did I our was. predictions I and was. I was like, Overwatch is going to take them all and that did not happen. True. Um but maybe I just don't play enough games. But um, I feel like the Game okay. Awards should be a reflection of the year in games. Like, last year's show, a lot of great games, Halo, Witcher, you know, and the show was reflected reflected on that. Gotcha. Metal Gear Solid Five. you know, Kojima was robbed of his moment, which led to Jeff Keighley, like, blowing him on stage this year. Um, he was crying when he wrote That was really weird. And Kojima's like, thanks, bye. Thank you, translator. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so I see what you're now. Now what you're saying makes sense to me. However, so you, you have the uh, okay. the show mm-hmm. and the games that it presented as the pinnacle of games this year yeah. wasn't attractive to me. I guess ah, gotcha. maybe that's what it is. And then you add on top of that all these weird, random, unnecessary, in my opinion, musical performances. Concur. Yeah, those had to go. I agree. Those were and dumb and a waste of time. You don't get. Um, you know, they skipped over a lot of the, you know, you have Jeff Keighley giving out an award from his his perch on the corner, and, and the like developer, an it's yeah. like the that award for best action game is an afterthought because you didn't bother present it on yeah. stage. Like, oh, Bob, while we were watching this really bad band playing, Bob got an award that, like, he's been working for his whole life, and here it is. Okay, yeah. great. You know, best indie videos. game, best adventure game, like, a, half of the nominees that they had on their list were, were, um awarded without any fanfare without a speech without a nominations list and to me like if you're going to be the video game awards and you're only going to allot 
So if you're going to do musical performances, like you, Jeff Keeley, like he runs that show, right? Yes. So he can just run it however he wants. Yes, he reports. So why make more categories than you have time for? I guess is my problem. The defense I will say is that it may you may not have found it interesting, but a lot of the presenters were people that were involved in major games. Or, I got or that. Presidents of other games. That's fine. Well, that was neat. That was that was a nice fan service. Like I know when I know who Reggie is. I know when that yeah. e- Peter Moore comes out. I know yeah. who they are. I know I like Peter that. Molyneux. That stuff doesn't bother me at all. No, what I'm saying is that so to me it was the who's who was there. I agree. The presentation probably could have been better. But I think the fact that he took that Jeff Keeley united all these other independent the IGNs, the GameStops, the giant bombs of the world, merged them into one, and right. got everybody on the page to say definitively this is the like they all vote for his awards basically. Right. Like I think that's cool. That's cool. But to me, now that they're off done. spike, like to me the video, the music performances feel like yeah. something that a television studio would be like well we need to get viewers so you need to have right. television performances yeah, coming up soon weird out right? now now that we're <laughs> now that we're on twitch and youtube and like ign's live feed and xbox's live feed which is how i watched it um now that we're purely on the internet it feels like it should play to that gamer base even more and throw out all the unnecessary things for two four six eight. Dude, we appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> unless it's like designed to be a sniper level, I, I don't enjoy being a sniper. You want to get up there. I want to get up there and get in there. And but not with an Asher. Not with an Asher. No. I just want to make that distinction. I, but uh, <laughs> I like what I like. Uh, I liked I liked the documentary. It didn't make me like the game more or less. I thought it was cool and I thought it was a deserving game of the documentary. Um, did you watch the cuts? He has two new videos he did where he did an hour long. I have not watched those yet. The uncut interviews. The guy's name is Hugo something. He's a really the story guy. Yeah, oh, he was. He's a trip. He, okay, I want to watch that one more than the other the one. Music. The music one was so so. But um, I want to watch that one, but no, I have not watched it. What I liked about Doom, I have not beaten it yet. I'm I don't know level seven right. I'm close. Did you face the cyber demon? I don't think so. I went to hell and came back. I'm like one. Level oh, last okay. You're like halfway. Is a halfway then? Okay. I don't know how many. Do you remember how many levels there are? I want to say I'm like mission five or six. I, I think there's nine. like eight to ten. Oh, then I'm close. Okay. Well, what I liked about it was the fast-paced stuff. But to me, what sold me, I mean, so you you, you probably liked it because there's a lot of eye candy. It was really fast frame yes. rate. So this is where the PC master race to me comes out and says that all computer games look like that. <laughs> so it's not so that that didn't blow me away. A game at sixty frames a second, it better be. That's the way I look at it. So that part wasn't exciting to me. What was exciting to me and the fa- the fast pace, yes. I'll give you the the, fina- the the frantic gameplay pushing objectives. Like and, you haven't even gotten the BFG, which you don't get until like uh, level seven. I don't think so. I don't think I have a BFG yet, no. Yeah. But that's a whole level in itself is going to get that gun. Cool. Well, I'm excited I'm looking forward to it. I mean it's not I just have a lot of games, but I did like it. But for me, it wasn't the, the, the eye candy, so what? The fast pace helped the, a little. The gory glory kills. The glory kills and the soundtrack. Those, that's what sold me on that game. More, more so, I think, the soundtrack because it was... It pushes you forward. Like, so it's creepy, a, and then when the action starts up, it, it pushes you forward. It makes you play harder. Um, Doom has always been a fast-paced game, and I think a lot of people really celebrate this Doom and say, oh my god, this is the best Doom ever, and it's... 
Well, because Doom 3 was that BS with the flashlight. That's the problem. You either have a flashlight on or you have a gun, and that was... If you can go back in time and pretend that the graphics didn't look like garbage, Doom 1 is... Well, the original Doom, very similar to this Doom in the sense that it was very fast gameplay. That part of it did not change. Yes, you didn't have the glory kills back then. Obviously, the soundtrack was like a wave file looping over yeah. and over. But Doom 2 and 3 really broke the mold. And seeing that documentary, you saw what they were trying to do with Doom 4 with this weird sim Earth world. thing, yeah. And then they said, screw this. Let's go back to their roots. And it works. And it turns out that's what people want. That's what Doom is. People remember that fast gameplay. Mm-hmm. So I do celebrate it and I say, great job. It was a great game. But I think we got to be a little reminiscent that like if Assassin's if a next year Assassin's Creed comes out and there's a new protagonist who has to go back in time and solve a mystery or something we're going to say this is awesome oh wait that was like Assassin's Creed 2 which we liked they lost their focus on 3 and Unity and all right. these other ones Yeah. so to me Doom just brings back where we were to begin with but I'm happy they did it So, and I'm glad you got to experience that level of graphics on a console because that's that's a feat. The engine that they built for this game, you don't get to see that on console. But on computer, that's run of the mill. That's mm. why people are always saying the PC Master Race. I mean, like when you play Titanfall, it looked great on your console. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful game. It looks like Doom, but Titanfall on computer. You know what I mean? It's, it's this so that the frame rate doesn't wow me like it used to. Mm-hmm. But I did love the soundtrack, and I love that the protagonist just doesn't talk, and he just doesn't care. <laughs> That's what I like when, too. When, yeah. when Doctor Hater at the beginning is like, "Hey, I want to tell you," and he just pushes him on. He's like, "I don't care." <laughs> or there's a level later in the game where you're like, have to uh, shut down these three things. I did the that first one. one. The first one you come to, he like punches it, and the voiceover guy is like, "Hey, don't destroy all these. We need these. Otherwise, we won't be able to use any hell energy." And then the next one, he like destroys even worse. Yeah, he, like kicks it. And then like the fourth, them. the third or fourth one, he just like obliterates the damn thing, and the yeah. guy's like, "No." And you're just like fuck you. Like that was great. That was cool. No, that was an awesome game. I Definitely a, a bro. I would call that a, for sure a bro. Shooter. Multiplayer sucked. Sorry, I didn't play the multiplayer. No, it's to me Doom is a single player experience. I agree. Um, especially the way that that game is like, you don't have any hell demons or anything in the multiplayer. Wait till Quake comes out. Probably not this year, but next. Year. Well, isn't that Quake game the PC only arena? Well, they're they're coming out with a new. At their E3 this past year, yeah. they announced that they're coming out with a new Quake game. I don't remember it being PC only, was it? I thought it was a a, oh. a multiplayer only on PC. But Quake is Doom, but multiplayer, but done well. And right. That I'm very excited for. Right. And that was a little bit in that near and dear, near and dear Quake 3. Always, I have a place in my heart because of that. And I'm very excited for that. So maybe that'll suck you into multiplayer. Maybe that's the missing element. Maybe. We'll see. I, I mean... I just I wanted to get into other things like I just beat Doom maybe a week and a half ago, so, so with up. Christmas coming up, I was like, you know, I wasn't racing to finish it, but the goal was in mind, so I could get this off my plate, so I could play other things over the break. Titanfall. And now we're on to Titanfall. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's a great game. That didn't make the list though. Not even the multiplayer. I mean, I played multiplayer for like what two days so the far. The fact that you have played multiplayer for two minutes is mind blowing. I, I played enough of the first Titanfall, which was multiplayer only, to know that I would probably enjoy it. You know, I'm happy you are. I just and I know that that's like that. See, Titanfall, the base of that game is the multiplayer. I agree. Like whether that's the base of the game, whether the campaign is good or not, is secondary to how the multiplayer works. I agree, and they did a good job. They did a good job. 
I enjoyed the first Titanfall game as long as I played it, but I. I don't know. There was something about it that I just got bored of. Maybe I heard other people saying it was boring. So that affected my decision. <laughs> Beer pressure. <laughs> so I got rid of it and got something else. I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> but, you know, this multiplayer, it was it's a double XP week. Yeah. Um, so that's easy to start unlocking things and stuff like that. So, And it was ready to go. Like, I didn't want to play tutor- tutorial. I think the first time I played Titanfall, I had like an hour or two. So I didn't want to like spend half that time doing a tutorial, which I already know how to do. You just want to jump in and start shooting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't play Batman yet. Did you feel that it was? Is it? A, is it like a remake of a certain part of the comic? So I'm probably gonna do like a YouTube video on this Batman Telltale series. It's that excellent. Ooh. It's excellent. So I want I want to steal the thunder from your standalone so, video, but let me so, ask you this: Did is it a remake of like? Some part of the book, or is it a brand new no, story? No, it's brand new. So and all you need okay. to know is Bruce Wayne is Batman. His that. parents were shot and killed. Whoa, he wants to become. He becomes Batman because of that. That's what you need to know. That's all I care about. Yeah, he good. is. Good. It's early. Sometimes I get a little annoyed when they're like, "Oh, it's Batman in his early years." And I'm, I remember hearing about this about the Telltale game being early Batman. And I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit because that usually means you don't have to do like Robin or Nightwing or any of his supporting cast like Arkham Knight. You know, he has a huge supporting cast in that game, Mm -hmm. which I like because those are the characters in the comics because we don't have early Batman in the comics. Um, Gotcha. But this one was cool. Like you meet Catwoman for the first time. Harvey Dent is your best friend. He's running for mayor. The White Knight. The White Knight, you know. does Harvey Dent know that Batman's Batman in the like in the comics before? No, he does not. That's why he's the White Knight in the Dark Knight. He just came up with that on his own. With that Chris Nolan came up with that. And Batman rolls his eyes like, "Don't say that." That's, I'm the only knight. That's only from the movie. <laughs> that's from that one movie. That was never in the in the comics. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. All that Dark Knight, White Knight bullshit. That's from the that's from the one Chris Nolan movie. <clears throat> so when Batman goes to sleep, it's like, what's cool is it, about is this. Night Knight. Um. It's hard to talk about the story of the game without spoiling anything. Don't spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. There's a, do a there well. is a twist in the first episode, and I had my brother was, is in town for a week or two, and he came over yesterday, and instead of playing multiplayer games, I said, "You should play this Batman game. It's really cool." Yes. He's never played a Telltale game before. Oh, so he so it's all new to him. The all new to him. The storytelling, the style. Like I was nice. showing him, like it's mostly cutscenes, but. Because nice. the first part of episode one is like a, an action scene. It's Batman being Batman. Yeah. So it's most of these like press RT and then press A and then, you know, pull the trigger, press A. Move this way, move that way. And he was like, okay, this is kind of boring. And I'm like, you're not even to the th- cool part yet. Like, you wait till you get to talk. And that's not until like 30 minutes in of this first episode that you start doing like the talking and the he will remember that. He will remember that. So uh, he got to that point, and then once he started doing that and realized like how rude he could be or how cool he could be as Bruce Wayne, um, was pretty cool. And then he really enjoyed like there's this Batman game has a detective mode, so kind of like the Arkham City one where you turn on your detective vision. Yeah. This doesn't have detective vision. You walk around, you look at clues, which are the just like in Walking Dead season one with the puzzles. You walk around, you look for the cursor mark on the thing to examine something. You look at it. He talks about it. He f- 
thinks like, hmm, this might have to do with something else. Then what you have to do is you have to link two things together. So say there are eight clues, eight things you examine in the room, right? Of those eight, six are linkable. And then once you make the three correct pairs, then it'll play like a cutscene back of some hologram of uh, how the crime happened. That's cool. There's a murder scene you look at. There's a theft you look at. Um, yeah. Uh, there's some other things that happen in the game. So he enjoyed those, which I think are the le- some of the least uh, enjoyable things about these Telltale games. Like moving and walking around. Like I, I'm kind of with... Um, Colin Moriarty talked about this on the kind of funny games when they did their review of Batman. Like he could care less about moving around as somebody. He just wants to choose whether to be mean or to be nice. Like he just wants to stand know. there and yeah, like a talking suit. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm kind of like that. Um, I don't know. I it's just like I don't know how many ways you can split a detective video game and not have it be the same thing. I don't know. It's cool though that I'm glad you liked it because you're you're going to be the biggest critic. So. But from a bat from a Batman standpoint, That's there's a twist in the first episode that you're like, nah, nah, and then it turns out that is true for this game for this Batman. That's the world. That man. is true, and that is the world you live in. And I thought that was something like you've ne- nobody has ever thought of before, or it's something. What's nice about this game is that the twist is something that's never been done before in comics or film. Ah, see, I like that. Because a lot of Never time, been done before. Because a lot of times in those movies, or those, they, you know, they do some shocking thing. That's why I like all those weird, like, spinoff comics where, like, yeah. Bruce Wayne died and it's his dad that becomes Batman. Mm-hmm. Or I always like those kind of weird twists and turns and stuff. This lives up to the promise that, they, that Arkham Knight didn't. Oh. Arkham Knight is an original character. No, he's not. He's Jason Todd. Everybody knew it. I didn't know that. So one, but, one, I didn't know who Jason Todd was. Two, okay, I, I was surprised. Okay, by it. I loved it. Once I was blown they away announced by it. Arkham Knight, and they said he's an original character, and I was like, was. okay, cool. Then they announced a GameStop exclusive DLC with um a red. It was a Red Hood DLC, and I'm like. Up oh, there goes that. Like, I bet he's the Red Hood. I bet he's Jason Todd, ex-Robin, killed by the Joker. No surprise there. So when I that happened that. in the game... Spoilers. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> when that happened One in the game... One guy out there was like, damn it! <laughs> most of the comic fans were like, oh, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. So you knew it, but see, I didn't. I suspected. I didn't know, but I suspected because... Only because they, I knew what that DLC was and that DLC. it was available. And like, why else would he be so there in the game? Stop, blew the DLC. That's what did it. It was there Maybe. when they did the DLC. That's what ruined it. For Maybe. Everyone. But so yeah, this Batman game lives up to that promise where it's a story you've never seen before, and with a twist that you never saw coming, and that you won't believe when it happens, and that you will be in disbelief when at the end of that first episode when it turns out it's true. That sounds like that'd be a game of the year material. It's that's why it's on the list of the ones I mentioned of that's the four good. that I was able to mention. That's on the list. That sounds fun. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. But I see it on sale occasionally. I haven't bid on it. Just like all Telltale games, there are peaks and valleys. Uh, of course. You know, um, there's another cool. The cool. Uh, okay, I will say this about this one other thing about the game that I thought was really cool. Yes. Um, Harvey Dent is in the game, and for those in the know, and probably most other people, Harvey Dent, his alter ego is what? Two Face. Two Face. Harvey Dent is the only person that was in my version of the game. Oh. Other versions of the game have Harvey Dent and Two-Face. 
So oh, that's cool. I want to play through it again to see what happens when Two Face arrives. So in it has that game. some pretty good built-in replayability. Yeah, yeah. But you haven't checked it out. Yet. I haven't checked it out. But I haven't. I've played it through the the one time. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. So that's probably my game of the year. Sounds like it. Right. That there. sounds like a good pick. I'm, you know, when they announced that at E3, everyone lost their mind because we know what we know that Telltale can make great stories. Their their hindrance has always been their game engine, but still a hindrance here. But that's could, the pro- but, that's one of the problems. But the story but makes you up for it. You know what? You could overlook that, and you could enjoy it for the what they're trying to tell you. So I'm glad that they did that, and it it sounds rewarding. It sounds like they took a chance on something. People were receptive to it. So I hope as they continue more and more of these, they do these crazy what ifs. And you just enjoy it for this, oh my god, the first scene, Batman's dead, and it's Joker's a Batman, whatever. Like some crazy, loopy, spin, twisty turn. I would love that, because that's a unique experience. That's something you already... It's not like, ah, well, that was good, but Batman issue 84 did it better. Yeah. I mean, some parts of it play out like a regular Batman story, uh, right. but the way it plays out... I mean, you got, you have to play the first episode. You have, to, you have to play the first episode. It was for free a few weeks ago and that's when i picked it up they had the first episode for free and they had the season pass for like 12 bucks how'd you find out about that i was just searching through the deals um, it might have been the black friday sale i thought it was when i texted you to go oh thanks for letting me know i'm buying it now <laughs> that does you're not are you brent that might have been it oh, I don't okay know. if you're brent, I, don't know. I texted my friend brent this that it was on sale <laughs> and he wrote me back and said thanks i didn't know but it might not have been you i have a lot of friends named brent <laughs> That's yeah, uh, but it uh, it sounds cool, and I'm looking for. I still have Game of Thrones. I haven't played. So I, I played Game and of I Thrones. Have Game of Thrones is good. Um, There's a but. <laughs> it's not amazing. Gotcha. It's good. It's not amazing. And I think the problem with Game of Thrones is they they can't really tie into the main story. Yeah, because it's at all be, right. because it's going to be it told through to the be. TV show, and this takes place. What's cool about this Game of Thrones game? is it takes place in the TV show world, not the book world. Gotcha. So Cersei Lannister looks like the girl from the TV show. Right, so it's more accessible to... So it's accessible to more mainstream people, right. And they're voiced... So if they look like Tyrion, looks like Tyrion in the TV show, he's voiced by the same actor. They got all the TV show actors to play their roles in there. It takes place between seasons three and four, I think, Mm -hmm. just after um, Joffrey, you know, bit the... You know, met his end. Just after that, I think, is when it takes place. But they focus on a, a house you've never heard of before oh, cool. in the show. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, you're trying to decide the fate of this house by interacting with all these people from the world. Mm-hmm. So your decisions don't impact the whole world story. They impact the story of your house gotcha. and how well your family survives. That's cool. And what is most interesting about that game, that's the first game that they did multiple perspectives. So in an episode, you'll play as two or three different uh, people because um, there's one guy running the house back at your home. Mm-hmm. You have a sister that's in King's Landing that's handmade into uh, one of the, the new Joffrey's, Joffrey's wife. I forget her name right now. It escapes me. The hot girl. Um, you're handmade into her and you're helping her try to you know, squirm her way out of, you know, or stay in King's Landing, stay in power. Um, you have a brother that's in exile. 
Um, you have a, I think there's something with the Night Watch a little bit in there. You interact cool. with, uh, not Reek, but his overlord, Ramsey Bolton, uh-huh. is a major player in the game. You interact with him a lot. Um, so it's it's multiple perspectives. So it's kind of like the show in that way. I like that. And it has so the it's same true music. The show, then. Yeah. So it's true to the show, but it's not hmm. it's not going to add anything to the show, and it's not going to blow you away either. Yeah, I bought it, but it's on my to do list. Yeah. So my on, sitting on the PlayStation waiting for action. If you enjoy the TV show a lot, you will yes. enjoy this. Oh, good. But it's not going to blow you away like the Batman twist blew me away. So Batman is your game of the year. Batman should be my game of the year, yeah. Which is incredible because I just like beat it a week ago. It must an impact. That's important. It did. It did. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. You should do a podcast on or a YouTube, like a spoiler. I should. I, I might. That might be the next one to, to come up. Oh my god. Coming soon. You get don't, don't watch it till you play it. I know, I can't. I'm gonna have to save it for later. <laughs> That's the nice thing about YouTube, is I get to it whenever I get mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Any more we talked about Doom, we talked about Batman Telltale. Rock Band 4 is just enjoyable. It's fun. I have bought a lot of songs on Rock Band 4. Rock um, Band's good. Rock Band's always been fun, though. A lot of fun. I haven't played it in forever, but it's it's a good... It's fun for a little while. It's The problem with Rock Band is you, have, you need so much stuff. It's like a setup. Right, yeah. It's like, I want to sit on my couch and play something. Oh, the controls are in my hand. And then it's like, well, Rock Band, i got to go plug this in and stand up. You don't have to like, plug in the stuff now. That With the 4, it's all wireless. You just turn oh, it, it on. Oh, you just turn it on. We can go play it after this if you want. Pretty good. Go play some rock band. Yeah. Ready for the real list now? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jim. What is your list? Honorable mentions, Brent. Pony Island. Is that Sony Pony Island? No, it's Pony Island. Pony Island is a computer game that came out January this year. It's a game within a game within a game. It is a computer game where you are playing a game that was made by the devil himself. Lucifer is a bad programmer. I know it sounds corny. It is kind of corny in a funny, goofy way. But imagine a game where you break the, the point of the game is to break the game. So the first level is you are a pony riding through the island and you're galloping, frolicking, and all that good stuff. So you're playing a game as a game tester. Sort of. And then things go wrong, and the devil starts changing how the game is played. You have to hack the game to fix it, to beat it. He counterhacks it. Um, it's one of those games that, like, it remembers what you did. It remembers decisions you made. If you do something and restart, it's like, why'd you restart? If you save over your save file, why'd you save over your save file? Like, and when you get to the end, the real hardcore meta of it. Um, you actually go in and you start changing config files in the game, like going into Windows, right mouse click properties, changing stuff, relaunching the game, and things are different. It, it's expecting you to do that. That's how you continue the game. So it's like who's playing who? You know what I mean? This guy. It's so. Can you only play it once if you change a config file? Yeah, once you beat. Yeah, that, but then that, that's at the very very end. That's like bonus for the really hard. Does it auto delete after that? Like. You know, you got to uninstall the game There's actually a point, and reinstall it. There's actually a really cool point in the game where the devil gets frustrated with you and he exits you to your desktop. And you think you're waiting for something and nothing happens. And then you open it back up and he's like, I know you couldn't stay away. <laughs> so it, it's funny, but it's it's it was good and it was so unique that I think it deserves recognition. It was an honorable mention, not game of the year, but very, very unique. Yep. Another honorable mention was The Witness, which I believe is on Xbox now. If you like puzzle games, you'd like to witness. I do not like puzzle games. My brother, 
has played this game. He plays it on Steam on his laptop. Oh, okay. What do you think? He likes it. But he I was trying to recommend it to my dad. We got my dad a Steam gift card because he can't buy any PC games physically anymore. Pretty much, yeah. And we tried to tell him that, and he's looking at us like we're crazy. The, the thing with The Witness was it's very similar to Myst. So, like... That's what he said. I couldn't beat. I could not beat Mist or Riven without the guidebook. That's the thing is when you when you play these games, they don't. You don't know what the objective is. You have part of the joy is making things happen and realizing. Oh well, I'm having a direct, and you're solving a puzzle you made up in your head, and kind of like that one. Um, that I played Numa. Numa. It kind of like Numa in a sense, but. Next level. N- Numa, there was there was always the puzzle in front of you, and you could figure out, like, okay, I should prop. Oh, well, this one, I should probably match up the colors. Mm-hmm. You know, or these have to match up a certain way. There was always a puzzle in front of yeah, you to this solve. Is, this is an open world, and you could go to different zones. And sometimes you'll find that you don't have the knowledge yet to get to a certain area. You'll start moving around, and you're like, oh, this kind of makes sense. Oh, maybe not. And then you go back, and you'll do something, and then, oh, I remember seeing that before. And then you go back, and you could solve the puzzle. No, I, I will so not play that, that game. Fun. It was fun. Um, End of the Gungeon was another honorable mention. You liked... Toilet Bowl. Toilet nuclear, Throne. nuclear Throne. You would like End of the Gungeon. Honorable mention, Uncharted 4. And the reason why it was an honorable... Oh, the good, I knew, I knew the oh what? Not Game of the Year? Not game of the, the Decade? Year. What? So a lot of the defenders of Uncharted 4, we talked about this on the last one a little bit, um, the defenders were saying that it was a great game because it wrapped everything up, and it did. The problem was, if you look at what the first three Uncharted games were, it was a very big deviation from that story-wise, and characters that you really grew to connect with were cast aside for this mysterious brother you never know you had. Who suddenly becomes the most important person? It was, it's just it's like a tack on. It's like Troy all, Baker has that in his contract. I bet it's like all of a sudden that like you have it's like oh suddenly it turns out Jim has a long lost brother and here he's his best friend. He's been here the whole time, but he's invisible. He knows everything that Jim knows, and now he's going to be one of the guys, and he's going to be on the podcast from now on. It's like who? Yeah. And because of that, a lot of characters they cast aside to make room for this mysterious so, like, brother. He, your brother's your companion, not the Sully guy? Not Sully, not your wife, who... A little bit. I mean, there's there's stuff, but it was always that... The, the Uncharted was always that it was always Sully and it was always Drake being boys. And Elaine, the wife, was kind of a, kind of like a tag-along in a sense, sort of, who would kind of come over and like help out, but kind of was a klutz, didn't know what she was doing. Came into her own in the second episode... Vanished in the third, and suddenly in the fourth, she appears at the very end. It's like, well, well I don't understand this. Mm. So I don't know why people are even considering this game of the year, unless they're just hyped up. The mechanics were great. The story was great. The graphics were great. The multiplayer is great. But from what Uncharted is supposed to be, telling a story of Nathan Drake, it did tell a story of Nathan Drake. Unfortunately, I think at the expense of trying to keep adding more, the this phantom family member thing just didn't really sit well with me. I feel like this game, at least in terms of like the press and stuff, lost wind out of its sails because it was delayed. It probably twice did. or once. Once for sure. This year, yeah, you're right. It was it delayed out of last fall into this year, and I think it got moved back maybe like two, four weeks or something like that. Delayed. It might have been double delayed. You're right. Um, but I think that took a lot of the wind out of its sails. Delay? Like at least like. Delaying a game definitely hurts it. We're seeing it with Final Fantasy. Um, Final Fantasy 15 
I haven't played it yet because people said, oh, it's a rushed experience. There's a lot of characters that are just written off for no reason. Don't play it yet. Wait, we're well, going to do Apparently, you need to watch that movie first. Kingsglaive, yeah. They said they're going to do some free DLC in the next year to fill in the gaps in some of the characters. And I thought, well, that sounds almost like a definitive edition, so I'm just going to wait. So, it, it, kind of the similar with Uncharted, it was like, well, we need to do one more story. But I don't feel like this story needed to be told. And I think if you go back to the ending of Uncharted 3 and said that was the end, I think people would have been, okay, I could have accepted that. Mm -mm. I don't think we needed four. Four just was like, meanwhile, and then we just throw in our characters and, I don't know. Over, uh, Overwatch was an honorable mention. doesn't get even on the list. Brent's shocked. You're wearing an Overwatch t-shirt. I am, Overwatch League. Uh, Blizzard, as you saw with today with the movie, it's actually good. Did you, I don't know, maybe this isn't a good example because we beat up the movie pretty bad. Blizzard always does a good job of making you care about characters. They're very good characters. Apparently, because there's a big stink about that Tracer girl being gay now. Yeah, that was a big shock. I thought it was Arya. <laughs> Everyone thought it was Arya. I'm like, who the fuck cares? But I guess yeah. since it wasn't from the very beginning when the game launched, they people said, are upset they now. They said there's an openly gay teammate, and we'll find out who it is. We're like, oh, it's Arya, because Arya's kind of this like hulkish looking girl. Like, oh, it's clearly her. <laughs> it wasn't. Um... Overwatch makes you care about the characters that you know nothing about simply by the way they look and their skill set, which is a really odd thing to do. They look cool. I really liked being the angel girl that I played at your PC with, whatever her name is, with the wings, and you go up and she shoots rockets. Oh, Farah. Farah. Yeah. I like her. I like that style and a lot. That's, that's and cool. That's, and that's the thing that's interesting is a lot of people grow attached to character very quickly. They know nothing about the backstory because the game has no plot whatsoever. If you think Titanfall had a plot, I mean, this is not. This is even less than that. Why are we doing this? doesn't make any sense. Um, but it was because of the lack of character, people injected their own feelings into the game. And it makes it even more so. Like Reaper's this villain because he's wearing a black mask. That's why. We don't know. We don't know if he's a good guy. We found out later he's a bad guy, but there's a, there's a lot of elements that they add in. People just add into their own character. Do you feel like Blizzard's adding... People got upset about the Tracer thing because Blizzard's adding the story as after the game is launched? I think so. Instead of having all these things rolled out and ready to go, like I all these so. different cutscenes? They did little shorts for some of the characters that gave you enough of their motivation, which helped, but you still didn't know why you were doing it. I mean, I guess in a sense you say, why are we running around in Halo shooting each other? Because we're training for the Covenant, you know, air quotes. Yeah. But, like, really? I mean, so I guess you got to kind of dismiss that not everything has to be part of a grand narrative and a grand story. What really hurt Overwatch was technically, um, I think I told you about this last time, the tick rate. Yeah. The server refreshes. The, they just actually rolled out an update. Uh, it used to run at 21 ticks. Now it's at 63. What that means is your your computer's talking to the server 21 times a second. Sounds like a lot, it's not. 63 is a much more perfect, as I'm reading and understanding more of this. So you would do things in the game, but the game didn't register because it didn't update. I, I remember experiencing some of that when I played it on your PC at your house so you'll last shoot, time I was you'll there. you'll use your ability, and you'll, mid ability you'll die, you'll watch the replay, your character just stood there like a bump on a log. It's like, yes. why did I encountered I that a, a few times. Supposedly that's been fixed now. I haven't played it since then. If it if that was not a problem, this totally would have been on a, on a list, be, on, on the real list, because... It was such a good character game. Is Heroes of the Storm on your Game of the Year list? Because you've nope. had that for two years in a row. Nope. Okay. Just ask it. It should be. In, time, in, in hours played, it'd be Heroes of the Storm and Halo. And then lastly, Overcooked, which is my other honorable mention. I don't think you've played yet. 
Very fun party game where you go around and basically... I hear I hear them talk about it on Kind of Funny a it's, lot. It's very addicting. It's fun to play with people who don't know how to play games because it's simple enough to pick up and play. Oh, so I should play this with Amanda. Is it on Xbox? It is. Ooh. It's fun. Um, you go around and you... It, it's fun even just playing with people who know how to play games because... It, it's it's a simple cooking game where you go around and you like you know you chop up little carrots and put them in the pot, but then each level gets progressively more frustrating. So by like the third level, there's an earthquake in the middle of the level, or a pirate ship, and the pirate ship hits a wave, and all the kitchen like gets reconfigured, or you know what I mean. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of diversity in the levels that make it frustrating. That even like hardcore play, are you looking at not buy it? You're buying it right now. Uh, I'm wait. looking to see. Probably How much f- it is? Should be fourteen ninety nine. Brent's looking it up on his iPad. Everyone. Sixteen ninety nine. Sixteen ninety nine. Oh, well, I forget you get the PlayStation discount. Oh, ten percent. Number five game of the year was Gears of War four. We talked about number four was Doom. Both really good games. Why did Doom beat Gears? Because I thought it would be funny to have like, number four Gears of War four be fifth. No, I don't know. <laughs> um. And Doom is Doom Four, like it's the fourth Doom game. It's funny because I both of the multiplayer I think have problems with them, but I feel like Doom's single player, it's really so with strong. the music, was so good. And I loved Gears, but it was nostalgia. Yeah, I think you could have had a crappy story, and at the end showed up. Marcus could have shown up and be like, "It's Marcus." I don't think I cared. When I when know. Damon Baird and Cole showed up at the end of Gears Four, like that's what shot up. Yes. That shot through the roof, that ending Correct. for me. Correct, to me. And, and, and you almost had to have those guys because I don't think that Dell and Kate and JD sold that game on your own. The entire game was chasing the ghost of Marcus, yeah. seeing Anya's grave. Yeah. It was a lot of like... Why they killed uh, that girl's uncle, or not killed him, but took him off the board so Oscar. early on. Yeah, he, would have been a, he was so great. He would have been a great Cole replacement. Yeah, because but he I, was a zany kind, and at the end he's like, hey man, what happened? You know, <laughs> So, like you're right, um, but it, I still think it deserves to be on that list because it is gears. I love gears. Gears is always going to be important to me. Um, but the multiplayer is fun, even though the reward stuff. Uh, I see what your point is. It's still not thrilled. Number three is Dark Souls three. Did you beat that game? I did twice. 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 Really? Reason it sounds why- shorter than the other games because remember you taking uh, a long. What felt like a long time. It was significantly less grindy this time. They definitely toned down the difficulty significantly. And really? with the summoning system, it was definitely even easier. Mm-hmm. What was fun about that game was joining all the covenants and going and helping other people. So I became a Sunbro and joining other people's games. What are we looking at? Oh, are we okay? You gonna hit record now? <laughs> no, just, just making sure. Uh, jo- joining and being uh, what they call a sumbro and helping out other people, joining their game and like assisting them on hard bosses is always really rewarding. What makes Dark Souls Three so important is in the store in the arch of Dark Souls universe. The 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 hook of Dark Souls has always been: no matter what you do, it will repeat. No matter what you do, whether you're a good guy, you're a bad guy, you kindle the flame, you let the flame extinguish does not matter it will repeat forever we're doomed in the cycle and dark souls 3 injected the story that it truly does have a definitive end you can truly end it and it's over the end and that it's the end of the series they're done with it so it really does reach change how you think about one and two knowing what happened in three so in of itself it's hard to say i mean it did everything mechanically fine it was still pretty 
it was just like one and two, more of the same, difficult bosses, hidden puzzles, gotchas, hard place. What enemies. was more difficult, Bloodborne or Dark Souls Three? Bloodborne, by far, my opinion. You still haven't beat that, right? Yeah, I beat Bloodborne. Oh, you did twice. Well, you start over with all your weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, but too. they changed the place for the enemies, and I did I, I did the good ending and the bad ending on both Dark Souls. And Well, there's three endings on Dark Souls. The really good one and then the really bad one. The middle one I didn't do. Number two, Dishonored 2. But you didn't even play. Why? <laughs> it's on my list. Uh, it's on my list of things I want it to play. So, see, you, didn't, you weren't in love. But I didn't beat Dishonored 1, so and I wasn't like in love with it. It was fun. It was cool. Dishonored... You loved Dishonored 1. I loved Dishonored, and I didn't even think I could love it more than I did until I played the second one. And I have, I'm three levels from the end. I haven't beaten it. Only on the first playthrough right now with Corvo, not Emily, his daughter. The level design that they, the thought they put in this level is second to none. I've never played a game that is so carefully thought out in level placement and level design. Um... There's a whole level, I think it's the third or fourth mission, it's called the Clockwork Manor. So a lot of times when you go in a game and you walk in an elevator, the doors close. And then the doors open and you're in a new place. Usually they just teleport you somewhere. Or they delete the world and then they re-render the world. You can't see what's on the other side of the door. The Clockwork Manor is a perfect example of why Dishonored 2 is such an amazing level design. Because... Um, it's two levels in one. And this guy's created this trick this trick mansion. So you'll hit a lever and like countertops will flip upside down and the room will reconfigure. The catch is that it's all working parts. And you can manipulate the level by jumping in and being like behind the wall. Or flipping a lever and then as something comes down, using it as a platform to get to places you're not supposed to get to. And that's how you have to beat the level. Mm-hmm. But the thought that went into building a level, then building another level, then building them to connect, and then putting puzzles and traps and stuff in there, um, just as an example, just shows how far this, they thought of level design in this game. So on, a, on its own merit, if the plot was garbage, the controls were garbage, the graphics were garbage, the level design is volumes ahead of anything I've ever played. But then you add in all the stuff you had before, you add in the puzzles, the dialogue, the combat, being stealthy or being a total jerk like I am. Um, tons of new collectibles, tons of runes. You have 10 different customization slots now for different runes with power-ups. That was something in Doom I couldn't get And you don't have unlocked. to touch. you don't have to touch it. If you don't care, like in Doom, like if you said, I don't care about the Praetor suit, you were still badass. That's the same thing in Dishonored. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the ability that when you kill a guy like for me, they explode and turn into blood flies, who cares? You still kill the guy and he's dead. What do you care? But it's just a little bonus that's like, it's there if you want it. Do you want to turn into a rat and control it? Do you want to summon one rat? Do you want to summon 100 rats? Or none at all. It doesn't matter. You could have no power-ups in that game and just walk in and just play it like a traditional fighter and you'd be just fine. Are you going to play a playthrough without powers? Yes. My plan is to play it first right now I'm playing in what they call high chaos mode with Corvo where I'm just freaking the I'm out for revenge. You're like the Punisher. The knife of Dunwall, except I'm the knife of Karnaka. <laughs> Then I'm going to play it again with Emily um, stealth free, or stealth mode, and maybe I'll do no powers at that time. Maybe I'll do two for one. We'll see. I haven't decided yet. But it's so, it's hard to explain. It's just how, it's one of those things that you just have to play to understand the sheer 
the way the levels are designed, the loops that fall back, that you know, getting to places is it's a challenge and it's it's a rewarding thing. Now, do you go through the same levels in the same order when you play as Emily versus so. Corvo? I believe so. That would be cool if it was like a different. Order. I agree. I kind of wish it was two on one, or you played like one level with each. But the idea is that one you're saving the other one. But it would have been neat if it was like okay. There's 20 levels, there's a couple Corva levels, there's a couple Emily levels, and then you, maybe the last level you get to pick one of the two to finish the game or something. Because it does, it's going to feel somewhat repetitive. The, the excitement is always trying to figure out how to go to places you're not supposed to go to. But it's not like you're glitching the game. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, like, look through a window and, and shoot this board that's blocking a door. Now you can go around a five-minute walk and loop around, and that opens this door that leads yeah. to this secret tunnel. You know. There was one really difficult thing in Dishonored that I remember for being stuck hours on mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> to get into a door you had to enter this code and the code was like somewhere else in the level it was hidden under yeah and it was like hidden or and I remember like it was some big like courthouse or big stone structure mm-hmm. and there was like an entrance here and an entrance here and then there was a there was like a window there's something else about like a like a great window to look in. Mm-hmm. It might have been the, I don't know if it's the same level, but I remember being stuck trying to look in that window and trying to figure out how to get to the other side of the wall because where I needed to go was on the other side of that wall. And then something about um, a code that I did not never found. Um, and even what sucked was it was random. No, oh. um, so they do that in this one. I looked up the code on the internet, mm-hmm. tried to go enter into the lock. Oh, but because I didn't find it in the goddamn game, the yeah. lock didn't unlock until oh, I went it. back and found the slip of paper, and that triggered it. Uh, so a number, elsewhere. so a number two, they're all randomized. The code, they, they'll, the, the the clue, it's like, it's it's up to you to figure it out. It, they'll tell you you could go on the internet and they'll say, hey, go find this piece of paper in the third drawer on the left, whatever. Uh-huh. But you couldn't just walk up to it. It's always randomized. And what's so neat, very similar to one, but even better with two, is there's multiple ways to beat things. The lethal, non-lethal way, but on top of that, there's three or four different solutions on how to solve a problem. And they're all viable. It's not just run and gun or stealth. It's right. turn people on each other, frame people, whatever. There's a lot of different ways to beat it. Which leaves the true game of the year. And probably, I would say... Well, he's lowering his head. Here comes the feathers, people. The I would say... Here comes the feathers. I'm Can we st- get my feather duster? Will that, will that help you? <laughs> I'm still debating if it's the best game I ever played, ever. But it's The Last Guardian. Maybe Brent lowers his head. Oh, God. What don't you like about this game? Besides the fact that you hate Sony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate Sony. I just... I don't understand it. I don't get it. So... I, I will to tell me, you, it looks terrible. It looks like a game that should have come out last generation. It's taken 10 years for them to finish this game. Maybe more. It might have been more than 10 years. I guess I'm more upset that the fact that this game defies the fact that it shouldn't be good. <laughs> this game it's like a conundrum. took 10 years to get out. So This game should be terrible. It should, it should be Duke Nukem forever. And it is in most regards. But it has one element... That no other game on my list has, and has heart to it, and it makes you feel very, very connected. To what's going on? So yes, the camera sucks. The controls are sloppy. The frame rate dips. The sound skips. Uh, what? What? The beast doesn't. I'm do... doing all these facial expressions. I know, it's funny. <laughs> it sucks when podcasting. <laughs> I, the beast. The beast doesn't always do what you want it to do. But 
towards the end of the game when you when it, the control thing with the beast thing I disagree with a little bit. Um, he does get smarter and he does react or she I think it's a girl does react to your if you're pat compassionate to it or not. Like it'll self heal for example. Um, you, when it gets hit by an arrow, you don't have to pull the load the spear. You don't have to pull a spear out of its wing if you don't want to. Leave it in there. It'll eventually fall out and heal on its own. But if you do and like you pet its feathers down, it'll heal faster. And to me, because I've read a lot of people talk about this online, because it may be because I'm a pet owner and I really am passionate about it. <laughs> Brett rolls his eyes. Um, maybe because of that, the uh, I felt that when I played, Trico was much more protective of me than other people. People are like, oh, I got to this part and like. He didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, he he jumped or she immediately. We don't know. I think it's a girl. Immediately, like, defended me. Mm-hmm. And people are like, that didn't happen for me. And I could have been ran in the eye. Oh, just stupid, dummy eye triggered. It got stuck on a ledge. It didn't know what to do. And in my game, I was just perfectly in the right pixel and it jumped the first try, whatever. I could be totally off base. But uh, the only thing I didn't like about it was. Um, the think, camera, the controls, the graphics. You know, it's funny. I was reading all the things you just said were bad. It's funny because any other game I would pan. I would, I would hate it. I wouldn't have played it. I think it's because this guy gave him a pass. Because it's the same people from Shadows of Colossus and Team Eco. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like I don't know. I'm still sorting it out if it's my favorite game ever. It's, it's, it's neck and neck with which I never thought I would say. There's a game as good as Shadow of the Colossus, but this is definitely this. There. This game should be terrible. It like, defies logic. It's so funny because I was, so I was just reading NeoGaf this morning. Somebody was there's half the threads on NeoGaf are about this game. That's so many people are talking about it, and they're like, somebody goes, but this game sucks. The input's laggy. Why do we not care? The, the, somebody wrote back because the same reason we don't care about anything else. Like we just it's. The story, the the bonding that these two go, the, the adventure these two people have, how it ends, this tearjerker. I mean, just I was bawling like a baby when it ended. And I was like, I can't believe how Rachel was crying. I read about it online, I cry about it, I think about it. It was so good, so good, because it makes you feel something. You didn't cry when King Lane died. The hell, I cried in disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> I cried when the Lich died. I cried. Um, but it's. It's hard to explain. And I know it, people say, well, geez, Jim, you're really hypocritical because you, you beat up games for bad frame rate and the camera's sloppy. You, beat, you shit all over Assassin's Creed Unity oh because my God, the, the textures changed and the pop-ins. Yeah, there wasn't pop-ins in this one, thankfully. But yeah, the frame rate drops unexpectedly. I guess there's a minimalist aspect to it that's like Dark Souls, where it's just silent until the music happens and then something's happening. And it's like, oh, now you care a little bit more. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But fluke for what it is, it's game of the year. But the reason why I bragged about this honor so much is because, to me, I think... Echo, not so much. Or Echo, I don't know how they pronounce it. But to me, Shadow of the Colossus and um, The Last Guardian are, like, on a different level of game. They're not... You could make a game of the year, but that's... That's why I think like Dishonored could be a game of the year. You know what I mean? Mm. Those games are timeless. I still I played Shadow of the Colossus five years ago, and I still think about it today. I still remember it and how I felt, and I liked it. So to me, this game is that. It's like transcends us common mortals, if that makes sense. Okay. All right. But I will say, um, if it was in terms of amount of time played, it would be Halo and. and Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm are still my number two. One and two. Cool. 
When people listen to this, they're going to agree with me on Last Guardian, by the way. That's fine, totally. They're prerogative. You need to play it. You know, um, I should have brought. You know, I was debating bringing it over. You need to. I'm gonna load up this particular scene, and you, if you don't, if you don't react, then you have no heart. <laughs> I have been told that before, so it wouldn't surprise me. It's so if I if I do it didn't. Well, but you know, I, I can't watch commercials now that have a father and a and a daughter. Uh, thanks for farting. Thanks for farting. I didn't fart. Sounded like if I heard a. <laughs> I can't. I can't watch commercials with a father and a daughter now doing anything without getting emotional. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's because I'm a dog owner. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You're a dog owner. I have a dog, but I could care less about him. He's not my dog. Uh, he's my wife's dog. Okay. So, to review, Brent's game of the year: Batman: The Telltale Series. Jim's game of the year, Dishonored 2, oh, I mean, sorry, The Last Guardian. Probably the best game I've ever played in my life. Now, think about this, though, please. Just ponder this for five seconds. Best game I've ever played in my life. That is a huge honor. You know how many games I played? You saw my upstairs. I'm saying it's better than all those. Why would I say, why would I forego, is it brainwashed? Like, halfway through, is it like one of those spinning I really things? think it's playing with your emotions. Like, the game... Here, here's maybe why I, I don't there's a lot of I don't want to like this game it plays on your emotions number one oh. it takes 10 years for it to come out oh my god they they announced it long ago everybody's always asking about it in the games press last guardian last guardian last guardian last guardian it becomes a joke then a few years ago at, or no was it this year at e3 last year it was last year at PSX or last shit. year they showed is when they announced it and then they delayed it so new, new last footage. year they showed new footage Guess what? Last Guardian still exists. Everybody creams their pants. Oh, it still exists. We're so excited. It is actually going to happen. Just everywhere. There was a lot of cream. And then it actually, and then people were like, maybe Colin Moriarty only, like, this game will never come out. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. The game actually does come out, and it's not terrible. It's like such, I think because of that, you're still like full of euphoria, like, this game came out and it doesn't suck. Woo! On top of that, the only things in this game are bird dog, left, bird dog, right, bird dog, jump, or whatever the hell language they use to do those commands. Mm-hmm. And the bird dog going, ooh, 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 I don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> Plus music. Like, there's nothing to this game. The it's just playing on your emotions. The release, the hype, everything just playing on your emotions. From from probably what should be directed towards Shadow of Colossus. There's a lot of um, puzzles in this game that were unique that I've never played before. Puzzles that you have to swim underneath a tunnel and flip a lever. So you go in the first room, you swim under a tunnel and flip a lever. Second one, it's a little deep. You can't figure out how to get it. Oh, turns out you got to have Trico go under. You hold on to him, her. Go into the water. Cool. Get to the third one. Neither of those work anymore. Why not? Well, they worked before. The puzzle was you had to feed, you had to throw something to get her attention. She came out of the water, then she jumped back in. When she jumps in, she sets a wave. You ride the wave up to the top of the platform, which you were never at the first two times you thought you had to go under. That kind of stuff. Sounds boring, roll your eyes, whatever. It took me 45 minutes to figure out. Okay. So that kind of, I was like, oh, that was actually a really cool puzzle. Like, I never thought of that. It didn't make sense to me because she kept, 
You know, she's like, look, because she kind of like looks, kind of gives you a hint. But are you giving me a hint as you're programming botched? Are you just like staring at outer space? Or like, are you looking at this because I need to go there? Tell me, help me. And it's a lot of, there's a lot of frustration. And then this like moment of, ah, I understand now. This is what you've been trying to tell me. And it's weird that you could think that an AI could be such an important character. But I always looked at it that the, the main character was the bird, not you. I guess that I'm. That was the goal. The I'm, goal was to get them to safety. You were just there to kind of watch it. I guess I'm just not a fan of of obtuse puzzle games. Yeah, I see that. I don't want to play The Witness because I've played Mist and Riven, which probably the two best I think Mist, puzzle games Mist ever. Mist probably ever. But I couldn't play those without a without a guide. Cheat sheet. And they're difficult. Could not do it. They're difficult for me. So there's some of that. And I'm playing yesterday. I'm playing Lego Avengers. No, Lego Marvel with my brother. That's fun. One of the simplest fucking games out there. And you got stuck? And we got stuck on a, quite a few things. Must, that game, I will say, was a little... There is some stuff that you're like, oh, we have to build blocks or... Like, I'm trying to build stuff and it's not even that. There was a... We're in Oscorp and you get to play as Spider-Man, Hawkeye, or Black Widow. And there's a laser hallway, basically. And Spider-Man swings on webs... He's not touching the floor. He swings through the hallway, gets obliterated. Hawkeye obviously can only walk, gets obliterated. Black Widow, her secret power, when you press B, you turn invisible. You walk along the hallway, invisible. And that was to get the And that's how you got through the laser level. And then, and then, to make it even worse, she has to pull. You have to pull a lever. But we couldn't figure out that you had to jump and then hit X at just the right time for her to grab onto this lever to actually pull it down. So you're trying to it took us 15 minutes to open this freaking door and to face the Green Goblin. You go, you go, it can't be that because I would have already done it by now through dumb luck. Yes, yes. So that that does happen sometimes in The Last Guardian, but not to the extent that a lot of people say. Uh, people were saying like, oh, you know, you got to get him to a certain place. And then I, I did the same thing 10 times and the 10th time it worked. They were doing something wrong. I never had a, it. It was always I knew what I wanted to do, and I was in free control of where, where I was at. I just was stumped. Like, this is very obtuse to me. I mean, well, what I like about, like, Rise of the Tomb Raider has a lot of puzzles, but they're pretty... I like how you can look at it and figure out what you need to do, and, like, each thing leads to the next thing. Ah, I gotcha. Whereas, like, I don't want to be like, oh, well, you need this thing from the other room, or, like... To me, if I walk into a room and there's a puzzle in front of me, like all the pieces to fix that puzzle should be in that room and should be like, for, like, see if you feel not necessarily straightforward, but easy to ascertain once you observe the room. So if you feel that way, you might not like Dishonored because Dishonored is a lot of like, oh yeah, I needed the gear from like six rooms ago. Better go get it. I mean, that's what I was talking about with the code. Like I couldn't talk, couldn't stand that code in Dishonored One to unlock the door. Because if you didn't go down that hallway, you would totally miss it. But you're still, like, blocked off from the rest of the level. Oh, that's why I didn't like it. Like, if there's another way around something like that, great. Yeah. But if that's the one way to get into this particular thing, uh, like, um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, just like um, Unity, has different ways to achieve certain objectives to kill certain people, right? When you get an assassination mission, you can, uh, say, for instance, one of them was, like, in a bank, Right? So you could talk to the bank teller, you could get in downstairs, 
Um, you could like blend in with everybody and try and sneak past the guards and get downstairs because the person you had to kill ah. was in the vault. Or you could find the secret passage to get in the vault and kill that guy and then sneak back out a different secret passage to get out. So even if you messed everything up, you could still kill everybody in the bank that was attacking you and still go kill that guy. I understand. But it was up to you whether the way you wanted to do it. If Dishonored 2 is like that, I will enjoy it. But if there's like one, if there's always one thing that's blocking your path. Gotcha. No, this is, there's very, it's a lot of the variety is like, a lot of this Dishonored 2 stuff will be like, do this, this, or find another way. And it's, there's four or five paths sometimes. Mm hmm. Solve this puzzle first and you're done, or go kill this guy and bring his corpse to the other person, or do the other thing, or kill yeah, them both, or that, kill neither. Or yeah, it's like, whoa. That sounds like a little bit like Assassin's Creed. I'm now you can play that. it however you want it. If mm -hmm. you want to be stealthy, you know, whatever. Like the one mission you had to, what, the two, two gangs were fighting and you had to choose sides. Well, I killed them both. <laughs> That's my side. Cause they, <laughs> you do have guns, too. Cool. Well, you will play, but at some point, maybe not in the immediate future, but when we get together, we will play. You're gonna I'll make let me you play try Last Guardian. Guardian for 30 minutes. And I'm going to tell you, you're going you're gonna to see what I'm talking about. All right. And, and then you could, I wouldn't even say I've told you so. I'll just say welcome, friend. Okay. All right. Let's talk about 2017. Okay. What are you looking forward to in 2017? I have the list of expected releases right here. Is Spider-Man supposed to come out? If, um, here's what's on here. Uh, Crackdown. Okay, I'll tell you. Dawn of War, Halo Wars, Gran Turismo, yes. Gravity Rush, Injustice 2, Marvel v. Capcom 4, wow. Mass Effect 4, Metal Gear? I don't know what that is. Uh, maybe the remake? Not sure. Prey, Red Dead. I, they put Red Dead on here. It's probably not coming out. Resident Evil, Saints Row, Sniper Ghost War, Sniper Elite, Shenmue, Sonic Hedgehog, Battlefront 2, uh, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, Bard's Tale, Zelda, and Uncharted. They're doing another story pack, I think, for Uncharted. Okay. Uh, the two that excite me the most, definitely Halo Wars and definitely Horizon Zero Dawn, which I don't know if you mentioned already or not. That's not on here. Halo Wars because I've yet to play the first Halo Wars, and I'm a super Halo fan. Take everything you know about Halo and forget it. Do one of these meanwhile in outer yeah, which isn't much because it's so convoluted. We're like, oh, don't worry about it. Take everything you know about Halo and forget it, and say, meanwhile, this airplane, this ship flew away, far, far away, had nothing to do with anything you've ever seen, and they wake up from sleep 500 years in the future, and this is their story. Cortana, Master Chief, doesn't matter. I like that. It's a fresh take. It's kind of like what. Um, you know, in a sense, some of the Star Wars reboots kind of it's like, well, we already got an established world. We've got a universe of characters we care about. Forget the characters, but keep the tech, keep the world. There's, there's smugglers, there's bounty hunters, there's aliens, all the stuff. And then this is a new spin. And then um, Horizon Zero Dawn looks really good because it looks like it's going to be a mystery, kind of like what's going on. I think the gameplay looks really pretty, but... I've been wowed by gameplay before, and it turned out not to be that great. But I just hope that this game doesn't suffer from its own hype, and it seems like it kind of is already, and that's what worries me. I don't know what my expectations should be. Or that was not. already delayed out of this year, right? Wasn't it supposed to come out this fall? I don't know if it was ever delayed. You know, things are delayed so often, it's, I, I don't know if I could put a name on it, to be honest with you. Why is it that Sony seems not to be able to put out any anything, like, studio-made on time? Like, 
the one game they had this year, correct me if I'm wrong. No, we, know, to, to we know Uncharted for sure. We'll Uncharted. And we know Last Guardian. And Last sure. Guardian. Was there any other? Jeez. Probably. Probably 100 of them. I mean, Xbox at least managed to put out, like, Forza and Gears. I, think, I don't know if it's... Was there another Microsoft game that came out this year? Record came out this year. That was Record? Kind of... I mean, single, like, owned studios type thing. Well, just Horizon 3, I think, and... I don't know. It's weird with the delay thing because a lot of these companies, they I don't know if it's just the they the business unit is or the advertising unit is talking to the guys on the ground. Delays don't bother me. What bothers me is when they delay it, and as a result of delaying it, they keep showing us new things to keep our interest up, and they take away from it. Um, the Last Guardian, that just the idea of what the Last Guardian is. You already have a picture in your head of what you think it is. Then you see a, a, a trailer where suddenly we think the last guardian is the bird protecting the boy. I don't know, right? Maybe. Then they just like, oh, the game's delayed, but we're going to show you another trailer. And then they show you that there's actually a different bird. It's like, wait, which one's the last guardian? That would have been a great reveal in the game. They ruined that. They, they, they ruined that part of it. They shouldn't have done that. And that's what bothers me about delays. They did that in Uncharted. Well, Uncharted's been delayed. We're going to show you another level now. Here's another cool thing you're going to get to see. <laughs> to keep your interest up, right, yeah. that's not the little sizzler reel of the first 10-minute gameplay. So by the time Uncharted came out, I already knew four of the locations because they showed so much of it. And it took the excitement of those big, over-the-top action set pieces and threw them in the garbage. And that's what I think is happening with a lot of these games. Mm -hmm. It's the whole trailer thing all over again where they just... Don't know when to just say it's coming and just shut up. And then when it's ready, it's ready. Don't say anything else. Mm -hmm. The other thing I'm excited about is the Nintendo Switch. Okay, so we've all seen the Nintendo Switch. We don't know any details. January yet. 12th, all will be revealed. Maybe. Predictions? Expectations? Low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Nintendo Switch is going to wow anybody graphically. I don't think Nintendo Switch is going to be a console that 99% of us take and play on the train or any of that crap. We have our nice home theater setups with our nice entertainment centers, our games, our couches, our sound systems. You're not going to take a Switch and go sit on the couch and the back porch. And I mean, I'm sure there's a percentage of people that will. Now, I, I'm tempted by it. If it's cheap, for that very reason, I can turn a movie on for Olivia or whatever she wants to do. But And I can play at the same time. 3DS does that now. Which PSP is what the Wii was supposed to be that. 3DS does that now. PSP does that. Okay, I'm not in those systems. That, but Xbox has the Play Anywhere, as long, or the remote uh, play. Yeah, you can right. play on a computer. I gotta get a PC to do that. So there's a lot of these, like, I don't know. I think a lot of people are enamored by the idea of a remote system, but they're not gonna use it. I mean, maybe. Like I said, I'm right. totally off base. I don't know. Um, I don't care about the new system. Nintendo has very has a long history of getting a new system and dumping it and going out of the next system and dumping it, and they've done this for years. The only thing I'm excited about is with the new system, you know you're going to get at least one new Zelda game. Maybe we'll get a new Metroid game. You'll get a new Mario game. Maybe we'll get a new Mario or new That's already confirmed. F-Zero or something, like, or, pilot, or, or pilot Wings. One of these like hardcore franchises that we haven't seen in a while, that's what excites me. The fact that I have to buy more hardware to get to, it's frustrating, but I don't care as long as I get to that. But in and of itself, the Switch having more specs or more this or that, 
it's not going to hold a candle to computer. No. So it's really relevant to me. No. And from common sense, you just know a tablet just can't process what these dedicated machines. Well, I mean, like my iPhone and my iPad can process pretty powerful stuff right now, but yeah. they are more expensive than the Switch will be. True. Sure. Probably. Yeah, I'm thinking probably t anywhere from two fifty to three hundred. Yeah, now that's seems to be the consensus. If they get it down to like two hundred, then you know it's really, really crappy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that they're doing you any favors. Well, at least it runs Skyrim, right? Is there? Um, so, I mean, and they are going to do some games like Zelda. They've confirmed that it's going to be on both Wii U and Switch, although rumors are that they're going to phase out the Wii U. It's not going to come at all. They're going to force you to get on the Switch. Um, but I'm excited for the new experience it brings. I hope that Zelda or uh, Mario, Mario, Miyamoto and the whole Nintendo team don't force these gimmicks on us. Like, oh, in order to play this game, you have to connect the controllers, then undock it like you're ripping its arms off. That's how you beat these enemies in Zelda. Like, they always have to include the hook of the apparatus into the game. Yeah. Like Star Fox, you have to use the gyroscope on the gamepad. No. Right. Zelda, you had, to, you, had to, you had to waggle the Wiimote to swing a sword. No. So just give us a game with a regular controller and let the game do the talking. Clearly, Shadow of the Colossus and Last Guardian managed to do that for me, which is the controller. I didn't need to jump. I didn't need to buy a giant stuffed animal with all these connections <laughs> on it and pet it to feel like I was part of the game. That would have been hilarious had that come out. Even like that stupid Tony Hawk game, you had that skateboard that thing. You did jump on the skateboard or something. No, yeah. let's do that shit. We just want to play, sit and play games. So, so the, the portability aspect is irrelevant. Irrelevant to, me, to you. Me, me personally, it's gonna go and sit in my console. For you, that you travel a lot, and when you travel, you tend to take something. I will prop well, that. Even that's not appetizing. It is, but I. From what I've read, and again, this is all hearsay. Having traveled with my Xbox One one time. Oh, Xbox I, Beast. Ugh, I would never want to do it again. I'd much rather take a Switch than That's why the PlayStation is so nice, because it's definitely smaller. Um, yes, uh, so the Switch, that the portability aspect does appeal to me, and I am excited for that, but I, that's not like my selling point. I get everything that comes out anyway. So it's not like, oh, it's going to be portable. So. Yeah. If they said you need a server room to run it, okay, I got. It. I'll get one of those too. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't impact me okay. in the sense that like, oh my god, I have to have this new. The tech part of it is lost. Mm -hmm. Xbox Project Scorpio is supposed oh. to, rumored to be talked about this year. I don't know if it's coming out in the fall. I just want to say that you have to understand. I know you're going to be excited by it because you're going to see what it can do. Perhaps. Oh well, if it's if it's like the PS, I mean. If it's like the PS4 Pro where you need a 4K TV to run anything, it. and they, it seems to me like they're still going to say, oh, well, all your Xbox games will work, mm -hmm. and it's just an upscaled version of it, then I'm not interested at all, basically. There, th this will be the first time, if it does what they say it will do, where, depending on the price point, it could actually be better than computers for maybe six to eight months. Very small window. It will not last. Again, computers will take over. They right. always do. But I hope that if they take this route, I, I, I hope a lot of people aren't wowed by the prettiness and understand that um, if, it, if it impacts the Xbox One negatively, we all just got a major disservice done. If it's like, I think the PS4 Pro hurt the PlayStation 4 significantly. And I don't mean just in sales. 
or any of that, you know, who's winning the console wars, whatever. PlayStation, that's old news. But um, because they have this PS4 Pro and they like, you're getting a, def- you're not getting the definitive experience, and they're being lazy in their coding and they're throwing all these things that only this console can do. It worries me that you can have a game that looks as pretty and runs as well as Halo, for example. Well, even even and now you turn around and you say Halo Six is going to be really really good looking on this or okay on Xbox One. It's like oh man. Even the things You're on the PS4 it, Pro, like I forget which one it is, if it's Last of Us or Tomb Raider, has like worse. some of them are like okay, you can get a 4K edition at 30 frames or you can get a 1080P edition at 60 frames. Tomb Raider does that, yeah. And it's like. Okay, well, which version is the PS4 Pro version? Like, So, Neo was one of the first games. It's not out yet. Um, it comes out next year. I didn't mention it on my most excited because I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, I think you, you're you sold out, like I said. Uh, back to sold. I'm getting it. I didn't want to be. You're S-O-U-L apostrophe D out. Is number three on the As list. in, you've played too many of those games. And probably Bloodborne's out next year, too. Probably another one. Bloodborne 2? Um, but Neo has a mode where they have the 1080 versus 900 30, 60 frames. Mm-hmm. But that's just on the console and of itself. I don't know if there's anything that's blowing me away in terms of... Oh, you know one that I did see that came out? I can't say that like I'm losing sleep over it. But um, they announced the new Mega Man. Or not Mega Man. Uh, D- Double Dragon. Ooh. Double Dragon 4. Okay. And you know how much I love Double Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited for... Uh Injustice 2, if that ends up coming out next year. I heard a rumor that Spawn would be in it, and I would lose my mind. <laughs> I love Spawn so much. That would be cool. That would be cool. I doubt it. I doubt it. But, uh... Do you care about Crackdown 3? I'm excited. No. I don't either. I played... I think they gave away the first one on Games of Gold on 360, and I played a couple hours of it, and I was like... It was like, run around, kill all these guys in one building, run around, kill all these guys in another building, and that's it. And I was like, okay, I don't care. Cuphead, will that ever come out? Will that come out next year? No. Will Cuphead come out in 2017, no. four years after it was announced? No, Cuphead Cuphead fell under... Am I right? Four years? Is that right? It's been a long time. Because it, it was a long a preview. It was like... I feel like we saw it at the original Xbox One event when they had the TV, 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 Are TV. Are you... I, I don't... I'm to the point now where I think it's going to be so... They've redone the whole game so many times that the charm of the original little thing is gone, and I think it's going to flop worse than Unraveled. Do you care about the new Destiny? I have not played Rise of Iron, so I can't say anything about it. You're going to miss I may not care at all. I'm, I'm, I think I'm... What if they announce matchmaking? Raid matchmaking. Oh my god. Like there's bullets and everyone's like, more weapons. And everyone's like, oh, and, you know, new exotics, a fourth class, and raid matchmaking. And then, like, the that would be incredible. Gabe Newell comes down. Half-Life 3 copies for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think 2017 is going to be a good year, but, I, you know, you said at the beginning you thought that 16 wasn't, and I think 16 is going to be, we're going to look back on this year in a, three or four years from now, and we're going to realize how good we had it. I mean... This was an amazing year for gaming. It really was. I guess playing a lot of games outside of their re- release year maybe colors my opinion. I gotcha. Because most of my opinion is based off, like, you know, I do try and play some games that come out during the year, but a lot of the time I'm, I'm still catching up, like... I'm playing Quantum Break next from Gamefly. It's in the mail. 
Oh. I'm going to play that probably in 2017. It released earlier in 2016. So, yeah. well, that's you cool. know, I don't know. Maybe that would have been my game of the year had I played it this year. I don't know. It's just a, I it's hard. It's get hard. to things at certain times. Yeah, it's, I understand. And some games are starting, they're like Far Cry Primal I bought, and it's still sitting in the wrapping. It was Black Friday, I got it for 10 bucks. Okay, no, it's worth 10 bucks, I think. Maybe it's not. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank, 10 bucks. Might be worth it. Don't know. Sitting in the box. But you're right. But those aren't games that. I don't feel like I'm missing out by not playing Far Cry Primal. No. I think if not. you didn't play the Gears story, if you're not playing Dishonored, if you're not playing Doom, if you're not playing Last Guardian, you're, miss, you're missing out on. These are these are your defining. It's like that was the year that this game came out. That matters. People rush out to the store, get it, run home, play it, and do nothing but play it, and then they're like, oh, okay, now I can go on the internet again. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like. It's kind of why I bought Gears 4, because it seemed like it was. But you don't play going there, it's but so much fun. You're not on when I get on half the time. Well, what's, who's problem with that? I don't know. We should have played today. We'll go play now. Let's go. We gotta go. Bye. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> All right. You want to plug your wares? I already made it. No, you already made it. You're 100 air. Uh, if anybody is okay, I will say this. I'll do this again. Since I have a, I have a couple extra bucks. Since <laughs> The first hundred people who email you? The first twenty-five people. Whoa! Well, I mean, this is this is good. Listen to this, and you don't count. Brent doesn't count. Aww. The first twenty-five people that email me uh, at vipermagic v y p e r m a j i k at gmail.com. and subject line should say trico t r i c o. I will mail you. I will gift you a gold pack in Halo 5. Oh, whoa. First 25 people to do it. So whenever you upload this, Brent, if you, do, if you don't upload it for six months, oh. you might forget. Like, why do people even know the word Trico? So that, that should be your subject line is Trico, yep. but you need to put in your Xbox username. Clearly, if you email me a blank email, <laughs> I will respond and go, what? Or delete it. Or take a picture. But don't you have to be friends with that person to gift it? No. No? You just enter their username? Enter their handle. And it's just gone. Okay. And those are two ninety nine each. Ooh. But I'll do it. I'll do it. For, I'll do it to support... 25 That's a lot. I'll do it to support... That's the, uh, I'll do it to support the channel. That's most of the money you made from... Uh, I don't know what Uncle Sam's... YouTube. I don't know what Uncle Sam's going to take. I think I'm take it all out. <laughs> I might end up paying more than I got. Nah. Um, but listen. Yeah. So it's been a good year. It's always nice to do podcasts with Brent, even though he never invites me over to him. But we just did two in a month. Yeah, we three, three if you count the Warcraft review. So we need. The, I think the best way is you always have to say when we're going to get together after like we've played this or we have talked about this or we have. Okay, so we need to set a date now. We have to do it. The, well, it helps because that's what helped last time. We're like, we need to get together before the year. The whole people ends. accountable. The fans out there, they want to know what what comes. What happens? We should talk about. We should do a two-hour Last Guardian. <laughs> my eyes are bulging on my head in disbelief. Um, I'll have to think about it. But soon. First quarter. First quarter. By April of 2016. Okay. We just need to get together again and discuss something. All right. Gaming related. Either quarter in review or maybe by then you'll have gotten a PlayStation 4 and you'll be telling me about how great Last Guardian is. <laughs> Switch will be out by then. Oh, we'll have Switch news. 
a lot of switches coming. Yeah, maybe 12th, maybe, maybe we have a something after the switch comes out or maybe switch we'll, news maybe comes out. Another video game movie that's on the horizon. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's, Creed. Assassin's Creed. By then we could get it offline <laughs> through nefarious means <laughs> <laughs> or something. Or something. All right. Well, you heard it, folks. You heard it all here. Game Over. of the year, 2016. A look ahead of 2017. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we will see you next year. Bye-bye. <laughs> you ran out, you ran out screaming. Ugh. Okay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Ready for video games? Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm ready for video games. I got the list. You have a list? I have... I, I'll, we'll do whatever you want. You're the... I'm just the color comic. You're the ringleader. Do I get to look at your list ahead of time? Of course not. <laughs> I want to see a look on your face when I explain these. All I wrote down was things that I played. I have, honorable men- I have six honorable mentions, which I could just blow through very rapidly, and five game of the years in order of a definitive first and definitive fifth game of the year. Oh, wow. I, don't, I, j- I just wrote down the ones that I played. We can do that. Like um, I said, I'll do, we, I don't even take this list and throw it away. Poof. There we go. I can come up with three. I don't have five. Your top three games? I can have top three. You can have a top five. Okay. You want to open your list so you don't have the paper? I'm not going to look. Are you done? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> okay. Now I'm done. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one.